Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with, so you're 26 and not engaged, so now what? Um, but before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I guess not really me, and I'm not directly impacted by it, but I am sympathetic towards it. Um, Roe v. Wade has officially been overturned in the U.S., and a lot of people are very unhappy about this decision. We've kind of already commented about it in the past, but I feel weird not bringing it up again. Um, this is also a call out to Kathy. If you know more about it than we do, we would love to have you on the podcast to talk about it. Next week, we talk, we bring lawyers on and we get their opinion and it's all going to be unanimous. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> Yeah, in but, like legal jargon. Yeah, which is like perfect. Then it's like, <laughs> ah, yes, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, this is a very scary time. And uh, we were seeing that article you sent me where one of the justices at the Supreme Court was like, my opinion is next will be contraception and same-sex marriage. And this is terrifying. Yeah. This is terrible, but one of the, I guess, funnier conspiracy theories that have come out is that, so it's Judge Clarence Thompson, I think is his name, or Thomas. Um, he is in an interracial, interracial relationship with a white woman. So they're saying that if they overturn loving the something, which is like, a lot, which allows interracial marriage in the United States, it could mean that he does not have to divorce his wife and go through that because his <laughs> marriage would be like dissolved just by overturning that law. And Ugh. I just think it's kind of a funny conspiracy theory, but also like a little bit part of me thinks that it actually might be true. I wouldn't doubt it if it was true. Nothing surprises me anymore. Honestly, yeah. We live in satire reality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. guns are better protected than women's rights there was like a really funny comic that was like ah so i see you've uh gotten surgery to become a gun like why did you make this decision and the gun slash woman is like well uh my rights as a gun is more protected than my rights as a woman so it was an easy choice <laughs> but do you, what's your update this week um my update is our dear friend of the podcast has reached out to me and asked me to be a bridesmaid so i'm very excited um sorry if that was a secret kathy but um i'm just so excited to share with everyone i have never been a bridesmaid before uh i have never really been in a wedding before the most i've gone is like the reception and yeah oh also now i have a boyfriend to bring to the wedding in the past i brought gabby as my plus one um yeah, so I'm going to do some research on what like Chinese weddings are like. I think she's tying in some customs there. You've been to a Chinese wedding before. Did they have door prizes? Oh. Uh, I Well, okay, yes, I have, but they didn't do they didn't really tie in anything Chinese other than they did some of the speeches in both English and Mandarin. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but it was just because they had family that flew in from China. So, <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so i'll be doing some research um i don't really know what a bridesmaid does except for the movies but basically they just gotta be there on the day of and make sure everything goes off without a hitch um 
yeah that's all, that's all my commentary on it is yeah i have some questions or mm -hmm. like not questions that you need to answer now but like questions in general so where would nick sit like oh. you know because you're part of the bridal party it's like a separate kind of thing so like where does he end up sitting and doing um while you're doing like bridesmaid duties uh i've been wondering that too and when i told nick i was a bridesmaid he was like oh man i can't wait till kim asked me to be a like groomsman and i was like "Ooh, i don't know what to tell you and he's like no i'm, I'm just kidding um but i think uh he'll be sitting I th i'm sure there's assigned seating right yes there is but the thing is it's like what is he going to do while you're taking pictures and uh helping kathy and doing bridesmaid duties he's gonna just vibe okay <laughs> he's just gonna yeah. be vibing in the background <laughs> Again, like, you don't have to answer this now. I just want to tell me what happens because this is one of the things that, like, I'm most concerned about. Leaving Jordan alone? Or, like, the vice versa. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That does sound awkward. Um, uh, sorry, Nick. <laughs> if I put you in this awkward position. But really, you should be happy that you know a bridesmaid, so. And the, and the I... bride and group. <laughs> But, like, it's such a... <laughs> you should be happy about this. Like, that's such a... You, you are should... blessed. Yeah, you should pay me. <laughs> um, I'm also curious about, like, things that you're going to do. Like, how do you help out? Um, Is there, like, other events pre, like, wedding? Like, do you have, like, a... I don't know. Like, a get-together, like, a brunch or something? Do you do... Like, do you dinners. shop for your dresses together? Do you go to rehearsal dinners? Do you bring Nick to the rehearsal dinners? Um, I forgot about that part. Like, I want to like I want to know everything. The so logistics. like every yeah everything like I need you to what when, when is it? When's the wedding? Next year. Oh, In okay, July. that's a long time. Yeah, we got we got time. <laughs> yeah, I need you to write down everything that happens from the moment she asked to the moment the wedding happens and anything after that and be like give me the play-by-play -play next july i will vlog it on our youtube that's actually that would be actually really perfect preparing for someone else's wedding <laughs> <laughs> what i had to do nothing yeah. as stressful as the bride and groom and probably I think, um what is really sweet is that i mean not like sweet, but how I saw it was like they're paying for the wedding themselves too, which is like, wow, yeah, very impressive, like power couple. Because usually, you know, like parents will like help and stuff, but they're like, no, no, you keep your money. We're going to do this ourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well that'd go over with my parents. I feel like they would insist. They're like, they're so happy. Traditional that way. I don't know if it's they're so happy or if it's just like, this is what we have to do. Like, this is what Chinese culture dictates. Mm. Yeah. Like, it would look shameful for us, almost, <laughs> like, if we didn't help. We made our daughter go bankrupt. Yeah, it's like, oh, you didn't help? Like, do you not have the money? Like, what's wrong with you? Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, um, my neighbor, who is the only Chinese wedding I've been to, like, they're both doctors. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure their parents paid for like the majority of their wedding. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Anyways, congrats. I'm really Yay, happy for you. Congrats to them. Oh, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To them. I mean, I knew they were engaged. So like, yeah. I've already said my congratulations to them, but I'm happy for you for being Thanks. close enough to Kathy that you were asked. Woohoo. This will, I've never met the bridesmaids before. I think Kathy's right now is trying to figure out a group chat thing. She was like, hey, do you use your iPhone a lot? And I was like, I can <laughs> if the bride wants me to. <laughs> that is. So I always think about that. It's like, who is the most organized people? Would it, like, it doesn't even have to be the closest people in my life. It just has to be the people who would be so on top of things, so willing to bend to my every need. Like, <laughs> that's who I need in my bridesmaids. Like my bridal party yeah honestly that's a really great point point. and she did know that um so we met like at big master like where we did a group project together and she noted that it's because we're responsible we carried the group project that's right get the organized people yeah <laughs> get the people that's... who will bend to your will <laughs> that's why you stayed friends all these years yes. <laughs> oh. so what's your beef or crush of the week so I guess my crush is um, Jordan and I have been trying out new hobbies of just like things to do and stuff. So um, the latest thing, which was my idea, but uh, he also claims was his idea because we both kind of came up with it at the same time. But he is claiming the idea for his own because he was the one that, quote unquote, got the ball in motion. Um, so hobby that we've recently started picking up and liking is tennis we bought some rackets at this place called play it against sports which the moment that he said those words out loud where he was like oh yeah we can go to play it against sports to buy some like secondhand things and i was like oh my god is that what play it again means like secondhand like sports equipment play it again Whoa. sport right <laughs> I got a bit of nostalgia because that's like a that was a really big like store we used to go to as kids because we used to do like skating and stuff. That's where you'd go to get cool skates. Oh, that's yeah. I, they had like a lot of hockey stuff too, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever been. I've always seen it. I was just like, oh, it's like another sport check or I don't know store that sells athletic goods. <laughs> I like that play it again yeah it and they had like a pretty good selection and um okay side story but like related to this was that when we went um like we weren't sure like we did no research at like we just knew we needed tennis rackets and balls mm -hmm. so we went and i was like i started asking this like probably 16 year old boy who was like working there at cash like some questions i was like hey like how much do you know about tennis and he's like uh like <laughs> not a lot like maybe like I've played like a few times or something and I was like okay you know what that's like more than I know so I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions and this poor boy I don't know if it was because he was nervous but he was literally quaking like Aww. his knees were shaking Aww. like as he was answering these questions and I'm like I am so sorry but you are the only resource I have right now and I need you to extract whatever information you have inside that brain and Aww. help me <laughs> he was like very helpful and like he was very like nice about it and stuff but i think he was just like i don't Terrible. know <laughs> <laughs> but, 
like I tried to make it like I tried to like be really nice about it and stuff but like it, I was just like oh my god I feel so sorry I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> um but yeah so we played uh we b- both could not hit the ball for uh the longest time and then suddenly we had this upward curve where both of us could have like a decent rally with each other um hitting the ball back and forth and we were both really into it and according to my apple watch we played for an hour ish and i burned like 450 calories hmm. so good cardio sport mm-hmm. did you feel like the sun was glaring down at you so we didn't go like it, the day was like very very hot but like we ended up not going until like seven um so like the way i guess the sun shone and the outdoor court was was that like there was barely any sun at that point um even though it was still like light out and everything it was just like the sun wasn't hitting the court which was like amazing so we got like a light breeze but it wasn't too windy it was just like a really perfect um atmosphere type day nice yeah i really like that you guys are trying new hobbies us too (laughs) because we may spend too much time in front of the computer Honestly, yeah, me and Nick were talking about that lately too because my nephews are doing no screen in July. Um and we were thinking about it we we're like, dang, like we should do something else too besides watch TV and work and online shop. I thought you're going to say we you're also going to do no screen in July. No, and I was like, <laughs> I need to work. <laughs> I don't know how oh, okay. I do that. <laughs> I mean, like, other than working. Like, just, like, no screen after work. How would I communicate with my family and friends? They'll think I'm dead. My mom will legit think I'm dead and send my brother to come check on me. <laughs> Wellness check. <laughs> um, that is a good point. Okay, I take that back. But, I mean, like, lo- logistically, it wasn't really mm-hmm. feasible yeah. anyways. But um, I think it's, a, it's good to start new hobbies. Yeah, um... I didn't have any hobbies before Jordan. Uh, we have our podcast. He... That's what I tell everyone. That was, but that was like post Jordan. Oh, baking. Nothing. Didn't really get into it seriously until COVID hit, which was also PJ post Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna credit everything to the white man? Which, like, apparently it's like a common thing with like women, where like I watch a lot of YouTubers and like, um. Like their significant other would be like, oh, you need more hobbies. Or like, you need to get hobbies. Yeah, I've seen that on Reddit too, where like men will ask like, hey, I feel like my girlfriend does nothing. Like besides work and stuff, she just browses on her phone, watches TV, and then that's her day. I feel like she needs to do more hobbies. How do I get her to do stuff? And I'm like, I take this personally. (laughs) That's basically what I do. That is basically still what I do. So what's up with that what's is this just like a different perception about like how different genders spend their time or i guess like different people spend their time like i mean technically scrolling is a hobby it's just not mm-hmm. a very good one yeah i was also shamed by my boyfriend because he was like well i like fish cars his keyboard stuff and he was like hey so what are your hobbies and i was like uh, candy crush <laughs> <laughs> wait his hobbies are all like money spending hobbies so technically you shopping is like a hobby too (laughs) my shopping and returning yeah exactly that's a that's a (laughs) full-time job yeah exactly um all i said to him was food is my passion (laughs) (laughs) 
funny. Anyways, what's your beef or crush of the week? Um, my beef that I meant to say last week was Cineplex for charging that $1.50 online fee when you book your tickets online for no particular reason. And then they're going to waive that when you're in person, which makes this worse because it's like, you have to go in person and imagine going there on the day of at the time of your movie and all the tickets are sold out because people bought all the tickets. Um, and then you were there and you're like, fuck, now I gotta go see a different movie. Um, and charging $1.50 online makes no sense because it costs nothing to them, like nothing additional. And like they're replacing most of their workers in the theater anyways with like those self-serve kiosks. So what's up, Cineplex? If you go into Cineplex, mm -hmm. like I didn't read much about the article, even though I sent it to you because I was like, this is outrageous. Mm -hmm. That's all I got from it. Um, if you go in person and buy your tickets for like next next week or whatever, do you still get charged the $1.50? No. But it's like a waste because you have to go in person and waste gas. I still hate that. Like, I can't believe they're doing that. Like, you mm -hmm. charge $10, $11 for popcorn. You you do not need to charge $1.50 for booking online. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay, cool. Let's get into it. So, you're 26, not engaged. Now what? This isn't particularly engagement. This is for all the people who feel kind of left behind. Uh, they feel like everyone else around them is getting really far in advance and just becoming real adults. Well, I still feel like a child. Um, so, let's talk about what it feels like to be behind everyone your age, career-wise. Wanda, tell us what your thoughts are. Yeah, it's just kitschier to say, so you're 26 and not engaged. <laughs> <laughs> also, because everyone around us apparently is getting engaged. It's been intensifying a lot lately. Like our high school friends, university friends, either engaged or married. And I would always tell people, I'm like, I can't even see myself engaged. I don't think any of my friends will be engaged soon. I can't even see this. And now it's like happening and I'm like, holy... But I digress. Career. Career yeah. Um, so I guess like someone who's like still in school and like whenever you're in school, you just never really feel like that adultish. Like I think you just being a student just makes it harder for you to feel like you're progressing in life. Um, so I guess background for anyone who is clicking on this for the first time. I'm doing my PhD currently. Um, and that's going well and like I'm having fun and like I do have a lot of free time for someone who is doing a PhD. Um, but it's like I look at everyone I know and like they all have jobs and like a lot of people got raises recently, got like um, promotions. And it, like it kind of sucks because it's like I want that dopamine hit of like getting a raise and getting a promotion and like not feeling like I'm just spinning my wheels and waiting for something or like waiting for graduation. Um, I don't know. Like I'm happy that I have something to do. I have, I'm happy with where I am, but you know, like it could, it could feel better. But I don't know if having a job would make me feel better in the long run. Anyways, I might get a job and be like, I hate it here. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because I brag about you all the time to like my coworkers or something. I'll be like, yeah, my friend's doing her PhD. And they're like, holy shit, she's doing a PhD. So it's very interesting that you're like, huh, man, I'm so behind. 
when everyone is like, whoa, PhD. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because people like, I don't know, when I meet someone for the new, like first time and they're always like, oh, like, what are you doing and stuff? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing my PhD. And they're like, wow, that's so impressive. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's like, maybe it's just like, I don't feel like I'm doing like a real PhD in a way. Like, I feel like I have too much free time. I feel like I have so much flexibility. I, like, I think it's just the way that I designed it. And like, I guess I'm super thankful for my supervisor for like allowing me to do it this way. Um, but because it doesn't really feel, I guess, real, it feels like I'm just like doing like side projects all the time, you know, like my side hobby is like writing papers and doing like, uh, I don't know, like stuff with participants and like everything. So it's like my main thing is still just chilling. So, and it's like, I have so much free time. I'm in like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a different place than like even say like Maggie. I think that really speaks to your like time management and organizational skills because I think you are the most productive and organized person I know. Yeah, I... That's a bold statement, but it's a very true statement. I would stake my life on it. <laughs> you're right that we're in different stages, but I feel like your investment in yourself is going to pay off in the end. That's what my mother also says too. So <laughs> me and your mom not, are in the same wavelength. I'm not calling you guys liars, but I ain't calling you guys truthers either. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think so. So you just wait and see, even though that's basically what we've said from the beginning. But I still think like, I don't think this would ever be a poor investment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you could ever have gone wrong in any multiverse. Like, I think Thanks. I think this was still good. Um, I wonder if all the other like multiverse one just had a job. And not to like bag on people who don't, but a lot of people are like way worse off. Like a lot of people don't have... Uh, jobs right now or they don't have any education like they're working minimum wage is okay well, they're working you know minimum wage no aspirations so i think it's good that you still have your wits about you um and it's good that you're still looking forward to the what's next yeah it's hard though because it's like you never really compare yourself with people um who like are in that kind of like different like mindset than you are like you mm, tend to compare yeah. yourself with people who you perceive to be like better than you mm. um in some way so it's like like i don't think i've ever been to like and again like i mean this in the least offensive way possible like i don't think i've ever been to a mcdonald's and been like damn like i'm so glad my life is better than his like, oh okay that sounds so bad yeah most of the people at mcdonald's are children like they're high school kids yeah um, and like no shade if you are not in high school and you're still mm -hmm. working at McDonald's. That's what my dad did for like many, many years. Um, but yeah, it's just like you don't tend to compare yourself with like mm -hmm. and like I guess like our set like group of friends as well. Like everyone is like pretty like into their careers. Um, they've at least gotten like some amount of like they've like changed jobs they've gotten like new job offers they've gotten promotions in some way so it's like even like our friends in accounting who i know they're not making that much money i'm still like damn mm -hmm. that's cool i'm glad you got a promotion i'm glad you're getting like 
recognition for your work. But that should be me. That's what I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Like, I know, like, you're in, you have a job right now, but do you ever feel like you're behind people? All the time, I feel like I'm falling behind because of this little social network called LinkedIn. And almost everyone seems like they're getting a promotion or like getting a new job or something like that. And even like interns are making this like huge, like five paragraph post where they're like, hi, I'm starting my internship at so-and-so company. I like to thank this person, this person. And they list like every person in their life. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like make it. I mean, it's, it's great, but I'm like, what the heck? You didn't have to like hype it up that much. Um, but yeah, even like little posts like that, I'm like, man, like they have so much like opportunity and future ahead of them and I'm stuck here. Um, but yeah, I totally feel that way. Um, I get a little pang of like sadness. Um, last month, I think I even cried because I was so sad. I felt like I was falling behind everyone. Um, everyone was just growing. And like, I'm at this weird point in my life where I'm like, I need a cool title. And I think like we're young, like we're still new in our careers, like we need to be growing, accelerating fast. And I just feel like I'm not. And everyone around me is like a senior manager somehow at 26. And I'm like, damn, they're on track to become a CEO or something like that. But you know, how I justify it is everyone is at different life stages. Um, their manager or senior manager title could pay very poorly. So it's okay. I'm still sad. The title's about still it. cool. Yeah, yeah title's the title's really still cool. cool. <laughs> I guess, like, even, like, I kind of feel like even when people, like, get, like, marketing roles where it's like, I'm never going to apply to a marketing role or, like, get roles that I'm like, I have, like, I would never do this in my entire life. Not because, like, I think they're terrible, but because I just don't have any interest in it. But, like, getting into the company, like, companies that are good companies and, like, companies that I want to get into. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm so jealous. Like, I'm so jealous that they have this opportunity. It's like, why am I not given mm -hmm. this opportunity as well? Yeah. And I think Stupid LinkedIn. Yeah, honestly, it's it's LinkedIn's fault. And, like, you don't know what people had to do to I guess get where they are and it's all like social media just like inflating it and making mm -hmm. it seem like everyone's so successful but yeah in terms of career LinkedIn is definitely worse to me than Instagram like because it's almost like Instagram everyone tells you that it's fake but no one will tell you that the career part is fake everyone for some reason has an amazing day and shares like their milestone story on LinkedIn and how like the person they were nice to in the waiting room was their recruiter all along so, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, like when I was, like, really down in, like, 2020, um, I, like, had to take a break from LinkedIn. I had to take a break from, like, looking at jobs on LinkedIn because it just got so overwhelming, um, like, seeing other people's success and, like, knowing that it's, like, I wasn't kind of getting the same thing. And like apply like I used to love applying for jobs. Like it was one of those like what if like I like and then picture myself like working in that job kind of thing. So it was always like what is like I don't know like cool future kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But now it's like I think about it like completely differently. I'm just like yeah, they're just like applications and stuff. But like even like reading job postings at that time was like I can't do this. Like posting like trying to just like look at these jobs. I'm like no. Like this is just like. This is too much for my mental health. 
Um, I think that's good that you recognize that too. And I, I am a terrible person for this, but recently there has been a lot of layoffs that have happened um, specifically in like the tech world, like anything like healthcare tech or like, I don't know, Netflix, all that stuff. Like a lot of layoffs have been happening. And like my heart goes out to all those people that have been affected by layoffs and stuff. There is a tiny part of me where it's like, at least like I didn't get a job offer to have it rescinded or like be immediately laid off like the minute that I started. Like that's almost worse in my opinion. I was thinking about that too because I saw a girl who like left her job, had a million job offers after her, joined, and then the next day she had she was laid off. That's that should be illegal. That's that's like a slap in the face, and like they just left you high and dry. You took a risk, and it was bad. Yeah, that's funny. I literally saw the exact same thing <laughs> this morning, and uh, like that's what I was just like thinking of yeah. too. Like, yeah, that's that's awful. And it happened to a girl I know, too. So it's very common these days. So I think, yeah, um, even when I, like, was jobless for a little bit there, it was bad. But every time I saw someone was laid off or something, I was like, ah, we're in the same boat now. Yeah, I guess there is a sense of, like, camaraderie that's happening <laughs> right now because a lot of people are getting laid off. But, like... Then they make a post on LinkedIn and they're like, like this blah, blah, blah happened. Like when Coinbase like laid off a whole bunch of people and stuff. And like a lot of people like rallied like to go support them and stuff. Like, and I'm sure they got something like out of it. <laughs> like a part of me was like, what if I pretend I had my offer rescinded <laughs> from Coinbase? Would people like just like give me interviews just for the sake of knowing that like I had an offer? Because <laughs> like you can't check. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I think our takeaway here is that everyone is kind of on their own path where it may be. And it's not fair to compare yourself at this stage in your life to other people who are at this stage in their life. Because in like 20 years, you don't know where you'll be. You could be um, CEO of McDonald's and they could be working for you. So I think it's okay. Well, this is what I'm telling myself anyways. Don't compare now um because if i do compare later you <laughs> can't compare later if i compare <laughs> now i will combust and have a breakdown um but also it's kind of like gotta think about the highlights i think about that one bragging point that my mother has where she's like yeah maggie works in x company she has great benefits great pension and i'm like mom please this is not the thing to flex about but i'm like oh she can brag about it though so this is great it's still a great milestone in our family um and same for you too. You have a PhD in your family now. A doctor, if you will. In progress. Yeah. So this is my only positive um, takeaway here. Other than that, I have no other advice and I will be sad again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think this is, that is like good takeaway advice for all the things that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Good, good summation. You can stop here now for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Um, so I guess like the next thing, which is, uh, you're 26 and not engaged or in my case, 25. Oh my God. I, so side note, I looked at my calendar and it says Wanda's 26th birthday, which is coming up in like two months. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to turn 26. But then I was like, oh my God, Maggie has already been 26 for okay. like four months now. Yeah, it sucks. 
I don't know what to tell you, but then it sucks. Don't do it. Oh. Try to prevent it if you can. <laughs> just gonna off myself right now. We're mid twenties. We're creeping slowly, creeping to thirty. She died at the beautiful age of twenty five point five. the beautiful age (laughs) um but yeah so like we mentioned like a lot of people are age are okay for one thing i think it's because it's like the summer like summer Mm. springish era so like a a lot of engagements tend to happen around here and also had like a lot happen around christmas so i think these are kind of like the big engagement points who's having a christmas engagement do you not remember that guy from high school who proposed at the Christmas market? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. There's so many people. Well, I want um, Travis Barker level. On a beach? Mm. No, not on a beach. I just like all those flowers. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think which is why we're getting like bombarded with like engagement posts and everything. Oh, you are. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you deleted all your social. And then instead, I just send it to you. I'm like, oh my god, someone's so gonna age. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, I don't follow most of the people, so I mm-hmm. wouldn't have found out anyways. So, like, you yeah. being my source is much better. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your initial reaction when you see, like, someone, like, we went to high school with who got engaged? I think before, it used to be like, oh my god, like, are we old enough to be engaged? Um, but now I think it's mostly like, oh, like, congrats, that's so cute. And then, like, I look at it and be like, hmm, I wouldn't want my engagement to be like that <laughs> if I have one. <laughs> um, I think I'm still kind of in that first, like, oh, my God, are we old enough to do that? Um, but, like, Kathy and Kim, I guess it makes sense. Kim's a little bit older than us. He's at that age, you know? 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they have, like, a cute love story. So I guess, like, it worked out. They're reunited. But yeah, for like people, I guess that I know, I'm still like, uh, this is very fast. We're still like babies. Like you haven't even figured out like living situation. I mean, maybe they have, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that part like kind of stresses me out a little bit for them. And then I have to remember we're 26 because I was saying to my mom the other day, like, oh my God, don't you think 26 is too young to be engaged or married? And she was like, Mm, no, I think it's fine. It's like your late twenties now, and I was like, Jesus, I'm in my late twenties. So, I guess that's fine. Um, but yeah, and then like I'm in the acceptance stage after that. Then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. congrats, guys. I'm happy for you. This is a beautiful wedding. Um, but it still kind of makes me feel like, and I know we were talking about this, but it feels like I'm a little rushed now, because I'm like, holy shit, everyone's like like marriage and engagement maybe it's from the media but it's like it makes you feel like they're huge milestones in your life where you become an official adult and you become like you you're gonna become a parent soon you're gonna have your shit together and i'm still like i'm still struggling trying to figure out what i'm gonna do next what i'm gonna eat tomorrow i don't know i'm sure people do that when they're married too but still it just seems like we're on different levels but like in like I like you said in actuality like you might not be so different. Oh. Like they might still be like, what do I eat tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, they they probably still put on their shoe one at a time as well. Yeah, um, I think it's like being a person who's like I always associate like marriage with stress because it's just like planning a wedding is so stressful in my mind that 
now I don't feel like as like I guess rushed because like I see someone get like engaged married whatever and then I'm like oh my god like how would my wedding look and then I get really stressed out and then I stop thinking about it <laughs> and which isn't like a great thing but it does kind of curb the whole now what <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I have to emphasize it's not that I want to be engaged or married anytime soon but I still can't help you like holy shit I'm still like such a kid like I'm still I don't know I don't know what it is like what makes them what makes me think that they're better than me not better yeah, but like you know what I mean how do they make like how do you make that decision like at what point is it just like you wake up one day and you're like I'm ready for this I think that's a discussion with your partner, right? Oh, but someone has to initiate that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is our friend group maybe just, like, not very, like, marriage-oriented? So we kind of just don't wake up and, like... Because, like, you... Like, I'm stereotyping here, but, like, you see a lot of people, like, on social media and stuff be like, when are we going to get married? When are we going to get engaged? Like, and it's like, <laughs> some, being married is something that I've always dreamed of. Like, having a wedding is something I always dreamed of. And I don't think our friend group tends to be, I guess, that marriage-oriented. <laughs> yeah, we're very much, like, we're very independent and almost un un-PDA to the point where it's like, are you even together or just really good friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that is so true. <laughs> you know what it is? I think people just, like, you have that aspiration. Like, you talk about mm -hmm. it, like, you really want to get married. It's just something you want. And I think that's totally fine. And I think it's just, we don't, I guess. I mean, I go back and forth all the time, but I think, like, it's not our number one priority. Do you think okay. men have, like, the same, like, <sighs> like, feeling rush feeling when, like, they see their friends getting engaged and stuff? I don't know. I've never talked to Nick about that. Do you talk to Jordan about that? None of his friends have gotten engaged. <laughs> Actually, yeah, none of his friends either. It's always, like, people that I know, and I just show him, like, oh, my God, it's this girl from university. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Uh, I feel like it wants, it's one of those things that needs to happen, you know? Like, it needs to be, like, they have to, like, say, like, oh, like, this person I know from high school or whatever is getting engaged, blah, 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 blah. And then, I guess you can ask, like, do you feel rushed? Do you feel like you need to be engaged, too? Yeah. I'm going to casually do it. I'll just Photoshop okay. some people. <laughs> his best friend <laughs> hmm. yeah I mean I'm not like in terms of like rush wise I feel more rushed about my career than marriage right now mm -hmm. so, oh yeah 100% yeah. but I'm still like about marriage so the whole engagement thing where you were like I would only want to be engaged to or like proposed to and at first I thought it was weird but now I totally get it I mean for the picks, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Career takes up, like, I think career is, like, very forefront of my mind, feeling like I'm behind, but, like, marriage takes up, like, 0.01% of my brain, maybe, and only when someone else kind of, like, mentions it. Ooh, it might be different if all of you start getting married, though. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, if like a lot of people in our friend group did, and we started going yeah. to like uh, all the weddings. Uh, yeah, then I think I would eventually be like, okay, we gotta get married. <laughs> You're a trendsetter. You don't go with the trend. <laughs> I am sheep. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit it. I am sheep. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I kind of think the same thing with like kids. Like I, my biggest not my biggest but one of my biggest worries is that you're gonna have a child soon or like in the near future in the next five to ten years and then you're gonna like not have time for people who don't have kids actually i worry about that too like i don't have time to do like other things and i'm just gonna be one of those people that you don't even know what you're talking about you don't have a kid and i really hate those kinds of people and i feel like i'm gonna turn into that oh my god don't say that i don't know i'm kind of worried I mean, are you going to be a helicopter mom? I don't know. We'll see. Like, I don't even, like, I don't think I even would fault you for it. I think it's just, like, it, like, a kid kind of just, like, engulfs so much of your life and your free time and stuff that, like, you have, like, your work, you have taking care of your kid, you have maintaining a relationship, you have, like, like, it's just, like, you don't really have much time for anything else. And it's, like, oh, like, if you had another set of parents... And you could be like, okay, we hang out with these parents and our kids play together. But then it's like, when you hang out with like childless people, it's like. I don't think like don't... that's an issue because I feel like the baby can distract itself or entertain itself. But like, I think it's going to be at like weird hours. Like if we try to go to a restaurant, that's going to be the tricky part. Remember when you shamed me for like wanting to eat dinner at like four or five because it was like the only reservation time that was like yeah, available? Was <laughs> You're gonna become one of those people. Like, can we eat a? Can we eat all our meals at four p.m. and then we gotta go home by six? Yeah, exactly. It's like oh, the baby has to be put to sleep by six. Yeah, baby can sleep in the carriage or something. Wait, yeah, why can't the baby just like sleep on the road? Why does it have to sleep in its crib? Um. Because you don't want to move the baby in case it wakes up? Leave the baby in the crib and then stay in the car with them. Hmm. Leave it? What? So, in the, not the crib, sorry, in the stroller or whatever it's called. Just leave the baby there and just push it around. Just take it upstairs, leave it in there until it wakes up. Then you can put it back in its crib. I just finessed parenthood. I'm confused. Okay, walk me through this one more time. Okay, okay. Say you're out, right? You're like, yeah. oh my god, I gotta go home, but I'm having such a fun time and we're discussing something important, but my baby needs to go to sleep. Hey, why doesn't my baby sleep in the stroller? No problem. And then you don't move the baby, you're just pushing the stroller around, right? You think that movement's gonna wake the baby? Yeah, but like, where are you? Like, where no, are we're you at a restaurant. Oh, okay. Or so we're gonna spend, like, say, like, yes. eight, we can walk home. Do you want to spend, like, six hours at a restaurant? Yes. If it's a fun time. <laughs> Damn. I mean, like, I kind of... So, like, we were in Vegas, right? And, like, it was, like, 1 a.m. And, like, a lot of parents still had their kids, like, up in a boat oh. just walking on the strip. Yeah, I thought those people were irresponsible. So, I guess... 
I yeah. also went to like a music festival, like a free music festival thing that like our city puts on like the other weekend. And I was so confused because this couple in front of like a few people in front kept on like bending down. And like there was like, it seemed like this empty space in like in front of them but it was really dark so we couldn't see anything until the mom shone a light and it was like their sleeping toddler in one of those like wagon things with like headphones on um and just sleeping and i'm like i don't know if this is good or bad parenting i guess to each their own um yeah i think if my toddler was asleep i guess that means home time yeah but like isn't that kind of the same thing you proposed? I think babies are different because they got their own sleep cycles. I think when you get to toddler, that's when you have to try to like establish routines. But also, yeah, I but don't the... know. My parents did keep me out sometimes. See, your life starts revolving around your kid. And then you're going to be like, oh, we eat at four and we go home at six people. Yeah. I still think it's like... I think it's like you're gonna have parent friends and it's like i think you like i don't know maybe it's just gonna be so different like their experiences are gonna become so different where it's like you go down this path and you're like straight straight and then you diverge into like separate paths because like of a child oh i'm already thinking like i can't be spontaneous anymore i can't go to the movies at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> you can't go to the movies four times in two weeks to see the same movie <laughs> yeah that would suck um now i guess i really gotta do it before i have kids go to the movies yeah just like do whatever at 10 o'clock at night use your free vouchers <laughs> yeah just like rack up on vouchers go by myself um but yeah like how do you feel when you see like i guess we really haven't really seen yeah people having kids yet but i think, think you'll feel well like yeah at our age i absolutely think it's too young to have kids that freaks me out marriage i was like on the fence about kids i'm like holy shit this is terrifying don't do that um but i think like kids um when it starts happening i'm gonna be like oh man i want a baby um just because i gave into peer pressure and i've always wanted kids so i think um i will slowly start being like hey or like my baby jokes to my boyfriend will intensify like they're still kind of there but i think it's gonna be like even more when i really want to start having kids so uh we'll see what about you i don't know i'm leaning towards i think i'll like this one i think i'm gonna be mostly fine about um going back to like my one of my concerns is just that i'm gonna start losing all of my friends to their kids and to other parents who have kids because their experiences become more relatable because you can shit talk you'll get me back after a couple years yeah when your kid is like 18 years old <laughs> that's when you'll only hang out with me when my kid is 18 yeah and like ideally like not terrible Ooh, yeah. i could be like the cool hot fun aunt <laughs> <laughs> they'll call you if you need if they need someone to pick them up from the crack house yes nice. i would totally do that I mean, I don't keep my phone on that late. I mean, I don't keep my phone on at all, like volume-wise. So, um, honestly, I'm awake. Yeah, neither <laughs> does Nick. So now I'm concerned too, because I was like, oh, we were like listing each other as emergency contacts or something, and I was like, wait, I'm not gonna list you because your phone's on silent all the time. Like I've tried to call you before and it goes nowhere. So I have to put my mom now. And he's like, okay, that's fair. I'm gonna put you anyway. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, your phone's always on. Like, yeah. I would always count on you to pick up your phone. Yeah, and just make sure there's color ID and I'll pick up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my then... only concern is um, the partner. Like, you know how, like, dads are always, like, you know that Jimmy Kimmel thing where, like, they ask um, the moms and dads, like, do you know the names of your teachers, of your kid's teacher, and the name of your, like, doc, kid's doctor? Mom knows everything. Dad knows Jack. So I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that's supposed to be me. I know that's going to be me. Well, can can I rely on you, though? Legit, I watched one of those, like, on YouTube, and I was like, you don't know your own kid's birthday that just yeah. passed? It was yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yeah. crazy to me. It's like, how do you just block that out? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, my dad doesn't know. He only, he relies on Facebook for that. Um. Yeah, so. but like you're you don't live with him. He's not really like Well, even as in... a child he didn't really know. Okay, okay, fair. But like would you have birthday parties and stuff? I think like once I did. I don't think he was yeah. there though. Yikes. I mean, I mean he was, was a... he was working, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean like but for him, I think they were like it was like a celebration had just passed for this yeah. kid's birthday and, and the dad was, was like there celebrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid though that they expect the mom to know everything cuz you know yeah. like the mom will be judged way more and the dad doesn't know it'd be like ha 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 so funny. Yeah. Oh, just just dad things. Yeah. And I'm terrified that that's going to happen with like my future baby daddy or something. Mm, yeah i'm going yeah and constantly quiz him Ugh. but like yeah i not shouldn't even have possibility. to yeah exactly, exactly they should yeah. know the more i think about this the more i'm like man i really gotta make sure like, we decide on the right partner before we have kids because i might as well just be a single parent at that point oh us not like you and nick no us okay. me and you <laughs> do we want to co-parent our kid one day? <laughs> I think we would be really good co-parents. I think so, too. I think we'd be a little bit of helicopter parents, though. Mm -hmm. I think it would be really over, like, because between the two of us, there is no fun parent. You need a fun yeah. parent. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have fun. Like, when we go on vacations together, it'll be fun. Yeah, How I mean, would that would be fun. with a baby? Um, I don't know. Like, you bring strollers. and Oh, my God. Okay, so, like, I, like... It just looks so difficult, like yeah. having to like, sh like expand the stroller and then like collapse the stroller, and like you don't buy a ticket for the child, right? So it sits on one of you for the entirety of the like plane ride. Oh, <laughs> oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I supposed to call it? Yeah, I guess not the baby, just it. <laughs> I mean, it, it might not be a baby. It might be like yeah. a. Toddler. I I don't know how like what age you have to start buying tickets for your kid. I don't know either. I remember that movie Neighbors though with Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne and Zac Efron, where their friend is like, "Oh my God, the rave happening! Let's go! It's Rihanna!" And they're like, "Okay, but we have a baby." So they like prep and everything, and then by the time like they're finished prepping and stuff, they're like asleep by the door. <laughs> um, I just want to say like logistically, I feel like taking your baby on vacation is such a small part of parenting <laughs> that like <laughs> it might seem very small once you have a kid yeah like the least of your concerns <laughs> i think yeah i see a lot of people like leave their baby at home like leave it with a relative or babysitter oh. and then they go on vacation and that part also kind of stresses me out 
Yeah. I mean, I can totally see you being like, I'm going to call and check in on the kid. I'm going to like, I want pictures. I want to FaceTime it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why do you keep picking up on that? That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know if I leave my baby at home while I go on vacation, but we'll see. Yeah, never say never, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try co-parenting a bag of flour. You know, I wish we kind of had that in one of our like home. We did. People I did had, not. Oh, like not our like home that thing, but it was in like an optional elective. But I think like we were pretty packed with our electives. Oh, I mean, well then, maybe we should have done it. I forget what the class it was like family or something, but yeah, there's oh, a baby. Oh yeah, there was no way I would have taken that in high school. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the thought of it now could be kind of interesting, just for the for like the topic of an episode. Huh. Yeah. That would be interesting if, like, logistically, we live together. Yeah. Oh, my God. If we had the budget, we should totally try this. Try yeah. to take care of a baby. Oh, my God. I, I don't know how well I'd do. I think I would do quite poorly because I was literally boiling stuff for lunch today and I got distracted from work. And the water started overflowing. So, I don't know. It would be hard. Respect to all the working parents out there. Yeah. I put parchment paper in the oven and put it on broil, and the parchment paper was a little bit too high, um, so <laughs> it caught on fire. Um, but in my panic, I do want to say, I just kept the oven door closed, and oh. I was like yelling for Jordan. And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, like you did the right thing," and I was like, "You know what? I didn't even uh, need you." <laughs> nice. I have done that before, and I took the parchment paper and threw it in the sink, like on fire. Yeah, like I threw the whole like tray in the sink on fire. Oh, oh, and you yell at your brother for leaving eggshells in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned it up. That's what's important. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Well, any any final thoughts that we really diverted tangent mm-hmm. tangentially on kids, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah, everything else we agreed on. Yeah. Um, any any final thoughts? Nope, I'm just behind. But I mean, I, it's... we're not, but I like that we all kind of feel this way. And I think a lot of people in their 20s also feel behind. So it's okay. Yeah. What is being ahead? What would being ahead look exactly. like? Exactly. I could look at people who have fancy titles and are engaged and have kids and I'd be like, whoa, too much for me. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be too. I'll be like, okay, like... What am I, in my 40s now? Yeah. <laughs> so nothing will make us happy, except for right now in this moment. Aww. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode. Go follow us and like us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And go listen to us and like us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And then see you again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.